Bring, 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 bring. Star boy, international sound. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome welcome to Cross Cross Culture. I'm Dami. (laughs) And I am Erica Mona. I thought you were Dami O. Y'all know who I am. (laughs) Well, which one is it? I thought you wanted to have like a little thing going on. Oh, you just stick with Dami. It's interchangeable. Okay, okay. I like that. It's interchangeable. It depends how I feel that week. Okay. Well, guys, thank you. Welcome to Cross Culture. What episode is this? This is episode 10. Dun, 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 dun. Clap for ourselves, man. <laughs> Yay. 10 weeks straight. Can you imagine? 10 weeks, you guys. This is a big God is number. God is we good. a double digit podcast now. Right. Girls, looking on SoundCloud, and we have like over 500, like, Listen so far. Really? Mm-hmm. Look at us. Mm-hmm. Like Getting at that half K. I know, right? So far. Yeah. But yeah, um, let's get into it. Dami, um, what does cross culture mean to means to you? What does it mean? Well, Erica, thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> cross culture to me means being a part of two different entities, cultures, beings, and letting it work for you to become who you are. Okay, okay. That's very true. I slacked this week on the on the definition, but I let it ride. I mean, but you gave the true definition. That's what it is, you okay. know? We're not going to stop till Webster Dictionary picks it up. <laughs> I know, right? That You know what? They may pick it up one day. <laughs> one day. They actually may. Merge, this is the podcast. We talked about it. Mm-hmm. All right. So okay. you guys know how we start. We like to start with the hot topics. Hot topics. All right. Um, so, so far, you know, we have a few interesting th- things going on. Um, to start off, let's start with the Met Gala look. All right. So the Met Gala, right? So the Met Gala, for those of you that don't know officially what the Met Gala is, it is technically a fundraiser that the Metropolitan Art Museum in New York puts on. And Mm -hmm. the way that it works is that a designer um, of some sort kind of pays for a ticket and then they choose to dress like a celebrity of their choice. That's technically how the format of it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like a costume ball. Yeah, like a big costume party for celebrities. Yeah, so they pick a theme each mm-hmm. um, year. And this year's theme is camp. Yeah. And what camp means is like exaggerated, over the top, yeah. often gaudy in the form to like make fashion in mm-hmm. a sense. Mm-hmm. So to think ugly but make it fashion. Right, right. Over the top, doing the most. So who are your favorite looks? Your favorite um, and your least favorite looks? Okay, so my fave looks... Like your top three. Um. Okay, my top three. Janelle Monae. Yeah. I loved... I think she exemplified camp um, this year. I did like the Jenner sisters, as in Kendall and Kylie. Hmm. I did like what they went for. Um, and Lena Waithe. So those are your top three? I think those are my top three. Okay, so you're um, putting the Jenner sisters together. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, for me, definitely Janelle uh, Monet. Definitely, that's number one. Like she, 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 was she killed it. Yeah, she killed it. Like, like even like mm-hmm. her after party look, like it was still like you know what I mean. Yes, it I, was, like, I, it was yeah. everything. I, I like Lupita. Lupita's look. Oh, I did love. I, Lupita. I love her I look. Love Lupita. I love her look. Yeah. 
And I'm not gonna like Cardi B. She definitely she killed it with her. I liked Cardi. I like Cardi. So I definitely say, think Cardi is in my top five. Mm-hmm. So those are my top three. Your least favorite. Okay, least favorite. Um, mm, let me really. Katy think. Perry. She she had she had two. She had like the um, she wore the burger thing and then she had the chandelier. I didn't mind the chandelier mm-hmm. one because I felt like it is camp. Like if you really look at like camp and just look at it, it is like very campy and it is just like, you know, I just didn't like it like it that. It just yeah, like I I wasn't necessarily looking for everybody to be cutesy in a way. So I didn't mind Katy Perry. Mm, um funny. I wasn't a fan of Tiffany Haddish. Girl, me too. I'll put her in my bottom. Yes, definitely. Um, Because she just dressed up like a pimp. That's all it is. Yeah. It was nothing exaggerated about it. It was just, it legit was like a regular pimp, like, suit. Yeah. Because pimps, they're all like, you know, they're um, flamboyant and flashy. And And, that's what she And maybe that was the point she was making, but I just didn't. But she should have got done more. Yeah, A little bit more. It, Um, It didn't stand out to me. I, I really didn't really care for Denai's outfit. I thought it was very plain. Yes, it wasn't that she looked ugly. It was just like... It's not it. A black jumpsuit? Is that it? It's like, it's like, not a, even a, pop like a sexy color. magician or something? Yeah, it like you literally just wearing a black no, jumpsuit. No, I, I did not like um, Kris Jenner. Oh, uh, I didn't like her wig. Her wig? What is going on with that blonde hair? Yeah. Like, it's just... It definitely looks so wiggy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like Corey her. looked nice though. Corey had his little beard lined up. Okay, her boyfriend. Um now of course the men were so disappointing. Kanye was like my Kanye and Frank Ocean were just, my it's least rubbish. favorite men. Just stay at home. Yeah, it's just it's just disappointing. And then the the article about oh Kanye didn't dress up so that Kim could have the attention. So does that mean are you agreeing that what Kim wore was lackluster? Because if Girl. he had to do all that just for her to get a little bit of I, shine, honestly, I don't even feel like Kim's look was anything new. I feel like I've seen that wet look on her. I mean, yes, the dress had those like wet like raindrops. Beyonce low key wore that a couple years ago. If you she really think about out. it, Beyonce Loki, when she wore the little latex mm-hmm. joint with the pearls, yeah. that was, it was like similar. It was very similar. She didn't stand out. Uh, Let, let's not forget Billy Porter. Now he came to Slay. Oh, Billy Porter. He, with the wings. he does this. Like Billy Porter does. He lives this. for stuff like this. He does this. Like he just he is camp. Like yes, he yes. is camp. Yes, that's just it. Solange, it was so underwhelming for me. Solange, Solange wears more camp things in her music on a regular videos, day. Exactly. Her, so I don't understand why on today she was like, I'm just gonna wear it and come through with the snake skin. Like with I, the with the high boots and the jacket. That yeah, was it. It was like I think she had like a was it a real snake she was holding or yeah, was that the camp? It was a real snake, I think she was holding. Girl. But she was like, what? Okay. Come on now. No. It no Like, thank you, Solange, for underwhelming us. Exactly. Um <sighs> yeah. Zendaya was nice as the was little cute. Cinderella homage. She was cute. She was cute. Okay, we gotta talk about Nikki because oh, her outfit barb. was cute. It didn't really give me camp though, but it was cute. I like the long train. The pink, cute, you know, pink is usually her thing. Well, it was cute on her with the hair, but it didn't give me the the camp thing at all. I think everything about Nikki um, seemed uninvested this year. So this is like you know, Nikki has been like very quiet um, throughout this entire. You know, since Nipsey died, really, I feel like she's... Is this she, since or before he died? Because low-key, it was a little bit before he died that she wasn't on social media. She was No, she was posting her tour. She was posting mm. tours in the video. She wasn't posting pictures, but she was posting videos of her tour every day. Mm-hmm. So then, like, right around the time Nipsey died, she kind of, like, 
It may be maybe like a day or two, but I just attributed that to whatever. But then she stopped posting. She hasn't posted anything. So then she pops up at the Met Gala. And, you know, Nicki Minaj has been very like, this is like her lane. You know, that's Roman. That's Roman Zelensky. When did Nipsey die in April, right? March 31st. March 31st. Mm. Yes. Okay. So it's like, that was, you know, that's her lane. That's like, a, she has a whole alter ego dedicated to camp and she just didn't do anything. Even when she was interviewed, she seemed very like. Yeah. Even her yeah, interview, she's just like, well, this is I'm what the designer here. wanted. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like she seemed very like hurt. So I don't know. I mean, there were. You think the word is hurt? I think that something about her seemed like. I just I'm here Yeah something was definitely missing Like she wasn't as Her usual energetic self Yeah like So Nikki just is like I just I'm over it Like leave me alone So what you saying You think she's pregnant Because I saw on social media They were saying Is Nikki pregnant I mean My Barbie senses Was tingling mm. before And I just had a feeling That Nikki might be pregnant Like this might not Just be the regular Like quiet rollout I think that she's actually Like pregnant Because I think even before Even listening to Barb Queen radio and stuff She always hinted like Oh you know Just the one I'm gonna get pregnant Oh yeah And I think Even if you like Listen to Nikki's music She does want a child Of course And I think that like You know With everything she faced All of the criticism She got for I guess being One of the Women in in the Entertainment industry In the black Entertainment industry In music In her field That isn't like With doesn't have a child and all of that mm-hmm. I think all of that really started to get to her I just think that like Nicki Minaj is really starting to be affected By things that people are saying mm-hmm. um, Just from everything From how Queen went I just feel like she's been snubbed Time and time and time again Yeah she's been snubbed like right from the beginning Yeah though. like just I just feel like she's no She's notoriety. been having like You know she's People have talked against her About her for so yeah. long forever And I do know like Was it earlier this year She kind of did address it What's that DJ With that DJ What's that DJ DJ's name. Envy? Or, DJ Envy, the or other one. Funk? Yeah, and she addressed it with him because uh-huh. he was also in the people talking shit about her. Right. Uh, but I just wonder, like, why now? Like, I, I definitely do feel like something is going on, but I'm not sure if it's the media per se. If it's because it's, they're still saying the same nonsense that mm-hmm. they've always been saying. Maybe something personal. Maybe something's going on in her family that we don't know about. Yeah, you know? I just think it's a lot. Like, yeah, I just think that it's only so much a person can take. And my poor. I mean, yeah, baby. celebrities are humans. You yeah. know, I think we all just forget. We expect them to to be perfect or to look a certain way, behave a certain way at all times, whether they're on red carpets or not. But they're humans too. But really quick, since just to end off the Met Gala, I'm very disappointed in Tiffany Haddish. I'm very disappointed. No, and it's like, <laughs> so I just think that you know people always try to excuse this. I'm from the hood rhetoric, so therefore, for the rest of my life, I have an excuse to act a fool in public. Mm-hmm. That's It's just like, so what Tiffany did that I was very disappointed in is that while she was being interviewed at the Met Gala by this white reporter, um, they asked her about her look and whatever, whatever. Not only did she come dressed as a pimp, which we already excused, she's like, well, the Met Gala don't have no food, so I have chicken. And she opens up her purse and has fried chicken, which is like, okay. It was just so unnecessary. You didn't it, have to it do just, that. It wasn't even funny to it me. Just, it wasn't funny to me. Then she, she sees Chris Jenner, of all people, she ready. It's she oh. ready. Then the, 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 the reporters like the she's ready. She, she was like she's, she's ready. She's ready. <laughs> I was like, oh god, this is a train. You know that uncomfortable. Like, don't do it, please, don't. And I just, I just feel mm. like 
First of all, you too old for this, Tiffany. Like Tiffany, you kind of you really She's are like too 38, old. Thirty eight, yeah. You like literally too old for this. Like you know what I'm saying? It, it, it don't have nothing to do with being from you know because she says she's from sixties when you know in that part of California where Nip and all of them are from. Okay, like you know she's from Crenshaw and stuff, and it's like okay, I get it. You from the hood, but. Don't act like I, I hate when people try to act like people from the hood were never raised. Right, I don't that they don't have common sense or yeah, any type or of manner of etiquette or anything like yeah. that. Like that's not cool <laughs> to just put on people. The chicken was just so unnecessary. It, it wasn't it funny. Just was unnecessary. It wasn't in the right time or place. Do that stuff with when you're sitting there and you whoever you're sitting with, you guys could kiki about it. You exactly. Know what I mean? But just like, oh, I brought my chicken. It's like, she legit just brought out a bear chicken like that. Then I didn't like how the reporter low-key started off the interview. I felt like, it was shade. She, she was like, well, you're known for spilling the tea, Tiffany. So mm-hmm. I was like, Ooh. I guess so. I mean, she kind of is, though. She can't keep her mouth shut. Yeah. she's. I don't I don't think I would want to be her friend. Like, if I was a celebrity, I wouldn't want to be close I would just be her. like, hi, Tiffany, and it keep it moving. That, yeah. She's too much. She, I guess she really is the way she is in her movies. She's that ghetto friend you know everybody got that ghetto friend that's like you're fun to be around and you're a hoop but, but it's only so much fun it's like, like uh, you know i can't be with her in public not, yeah her not, right. and not all night either like yeah eh, okay i've had enough yes yeah ah but yeah the royal baby let me put on my british accent oh lord and say the baby's name with the accent too. i know okay hold on hold on let me find his name really quick give the story Erica. but anyway yes uh we know the pre- well, the prince, right? The prince, time. No, the Dutch, the Dutch and, and Duchess. Duchess. That's true. Sussex. Yeah. They had their baby, had a baby boy, a beautiful baby boy. You could see the little melanin popping, coming in through. I know. Yeah. Um, mm. I felt bad because she legit had the baby a few hours before she did the press. So I was just like, well, damn, can she, can she? you could tell she legit just had this, the baby. She yeah, was swollen, she no her time. face, her stomach. Like this woman just delivered a few hours ago. It was not up to 24 hours. And you guys already have her out here taking pictures, answering questions. But I guess that's what comes with the life. You know, when you're into that lifestyle, exactly. royalty, I guess, you know, you do have to like do certain things. You got <clears> it? Yeah, I got it. <clears throat> By royal decree... We have the Prince, I'm sorry, the Dutch and Duchess of Sussex. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have their baby boy by the name of Archie Harrison Mountbatten Windsor. Now that name, that middle name. Archie Harrison Mountbatten Windsor. Mountbatten. Wow. Mountbatten. It sounds so old. Probably yeah. some great granddaddy name. Yeah, probably <laughs> one of the, one of yeah. the old kings that we all learned about. But congrats to them. And you know, a reporter, no, not a reporter, he was a DJ, like a, a radio. Um, oh, really? Yeah, he got fired. Oh, for calling the baby? Yeah, um, he put out a, a little post and he it was a post of like a baby chimp. And he said, oh, the royal baby has arrived. And it's like, <sighs> listen, London's Britain, like British, their racism too is a different level too. They do exactly. not like black people. Exactly. And I've, I've seen so many like negativity, some little like racist laws, calling um, calling her a monkey. Like they've done that repetitively, like all the time. And, and that's their, that is their royal family. So exactly. No respect. So he got no fired. Yeah. And he was like a 62 year old man. Cause so you, you know he been in it. He's, no, he's been he's been in this for a long he time. Been with the racists. And of course, what did he say? Oh, it was a joke. It Ugh. wasn't a joke. That's all they that's say. Poor it taste. was a joke. It was a joke. That's that's beyond a joke. Going to compare the royal baby to a monkey. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, because they all white people always compare black people to monkeys. So yeah, congrats that was no joke. on our black king. Who literally Archie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm like, who? Our literal black king, yeah. aren't you? Yes. Let Can't wait know. to see how he looks when he grows up. Yeah, he's going to be so cute. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next, the Red Table Talk. So they're back because they had a little break. I know. So they came back May 6th. That's my and, show. I yeah. love the Red Table. And they had the Curries. So they only had, like, the women. Um, Aisha. They had... um. Stephen's all them mom, girls. I don't know. His all sister their names. and his sister in law. I don't know. I don't know all their don't names. Know their but names. they're all Curries. That's what they are. And they're all like basketball wives. Actually. Yeah, literally all Now that is the real basketball, basketball wives. Yeah. Like, that's the real one. Like real, like they're all not all this nonsense wives. that we'll be seeing. Because even the show Basketball Wives, they're all just ex exes at this point. Damn, Shawnee, you were supposed to hold it down. Right, they're all exes at this point. Yes, they are. Oh, oh, for my girlfriend. Why is the girlfriend? Evelyn is athlete's wife at this point. Yep. But anyway, uh, basically, did you watch it? Have you watched it yet? Yeah, I watched it yesterday. So basically, you know, they talk about their experiences of, you know, being married to basketball players and stuff. And, you know, Aisha talked about how, like, they're like a target, you know. And I felt mm-hmm. for her a little bit. Mm-hmm. She gave an example of how um, I think they went somewhere and her and the baby, they were in the car and, you know, the fans were outside being rowdy and one of the fans actually opened the car, the door and was trying to, like, get a look at the baby. And she was like, no, 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 you know, like, back off. And she was like, oh, girl, this is what you signed signed up for. You should be used to it by now. And she was like, what? I, I didn't sign up for this. I would not play those games at all. And at it's like, all. she's only, and I think at about all. it, it's only so much they could react. Because she can't really slap the lady because else she's oh, going to get sued. You nah, know what I mean? I like, would have took that lawsuit. How dare you open the door? Because anything could have happened. You could have like touched that is my scary. child. I don't, I'm not going to play that. That is so true. scary. That is so scary. That's beyond like, she even tried for them to even have a conversation about it. She said that stuff, she said it stuck, it's like it, it sticks to her like traumatized. Because mm-hmm. It's like, hey, so you telling me at any moment somebody could open my door and just like, what would I have done if she would have just stabbed my child at that moment? Literally. Like, like what? That like, could have happened. It would have just have been that quick. But you know what? The real tea on that interview is obviously we all know by now it went viral. Mm-hmm. Um, Aisha basically made a statement about how because of all the groupies and stuff, she sometimes feels a little insecure um, within herself. And she's just kind of like, you know, sometimes I wish I can get a little bit of attention. And, mm-hmm. you know, people can, you know, tell me I look good or gaunt and flaunt at me. And, of course, um, male hotep Twitter went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> she just, be- I feel like besides her even being... It was more, more. I think it's more than just being a basketball wife, and of course, your husband gets all the attention. But just even as a woman in general, like, yeah, being married is not like a death sentence, and only one man will be attracted to you. You know, exactly. So she feels like, oh. It, it would be nice to at least have to, to you know, that people would notice her like, oh, you're an attractive woman. Like, you know, men to holler at her too. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure men don't holler at her, like, at least publicly to her face because of who she's married to. Exactly. You know what I mean? And then the guys on social media made it seem like, oh, she's complaining. You're married to a basketball player. What else do you want? Then Pick Me Twitter also oh. was like, Come on, so what you want, girl? You want me? Like, you doing too much. You, you got a basketball. I'm just like, okay, you can calm down. Like, can't she have feelings? Can't she have emotions? Let's like, start with, she's been with Steph Curry since, since what, before 16, 18, he was even, 17? like, you know, Steph, Splash Brother, like, before all of that. So, in her mind, that's just her husband. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's not, like, yes, of course, she's not stupid. That's Stephen Curry. But that's still also just her husband. Mm-hmm. Secondly, naturally most women also you know they just want to feel acknowledged no matter Anyone, what even men too men, Come men, on now. men literally live off ego like that's Ugh. literally men's excuse and example for all their bad decisions right i want to feel 
you know what I'm saying? Wanted. Like, wanted. And I want to feel like somebody cares. Yeah. She looked at me and woo, woo, woo. So now, are you guys really trying to understand, act like you don't understand it? Yeah. Um, I, I, I just, I, yeah, go I got what she was saying. And I do like how, you know, he did, her husband, he made a post saying, good job, despite the negativity, you put yourself out there and you were real and you were a great woman. And I like that. And then, people again have something negative to say about that. I'm like, he's too soft. How are you going to tell somebody <sighs> how, how to interact with their own wife? Worry about you. Yeah. But I'm proud, proud of her because she's not just a wife. You know, she's a chef. Yes. She she has her own cookbook. I think maybe she's, she also, does she have a restaurant on sale? I don't know about that. Because it says she was like a restauranteur too. Oh, really? Uh huh. Her description. Her description. Oh, I but she's doing things for herself, and she was saying how sometimes she she feels guilty. Like, is she, you know, being a present enough wife, a present enough, you know, mother for her kids? Since she also has all these other things going on, like finding the balance and of know, those things is it, it could be hard. I feel like men don't have those type of inner conflicts. Like, of course, like not. their only real conflict. And you know, I'm not a man, so I'm just kind of speaking. But like, I feel like most men's conflict is, am I being a provider? Yeah. But they don't have the like secondary conflict of. Like, am I present enough for my kids, or am I present? And am I present emotionally and mentally? Yeah, you know what I mean. Not present, but as you said, buying a being a provider and giving cash. It's more than that. Yeah, like just little stuff. So I I often wonder like about things like that. But whatever, Aisha, we stand with you. Yeah, she. I, I like that little episode. It was definitely nice to you know see how it is being a basketball wife. You want to talk about the next one? Mm. All right. So as you guys know, Lori Laughlin and crew, um, a.k.a. Aunt Becky, um, got, you know, charged for fraud for the college admission scandal. Right. Um, well, as white collar crimes often like to become, it is now being picked up as a TV series. Can you imagine? Um, like, really? So quick, so soon? Like, has the case even started? I don't even. Yeah, it's just like white. White collar crimes are entertaining, okay? Like, it is, you know, huh, white people, they're criminals. Uh-huh, right. This, uh-huh. this is cute. This is only a crime. I mean, let's make money out of do. this again. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, one thing you could definitely say is that no matter how they try and spin it, Lori Laughlin and all of them will get some sort of ownness out of this. They keep trying to make it seem I like, think so too. like they're not going to get any money. I think or whatever. they're going to get some. Even if they obviously they're not going to be the ones the who stars, act in it. Yeah, but, but I do think you're they're going to take get their something. story mm-hmm. while they're still alive and they not get anything from I, it. I definitely do think she's so. going to be Heck, executive they may, they producer. May, yeah, exactly. They may yeah. direct the stuff. Yeah, like <laughs> come on, let's be real. Oh, man. That really annoyed me, honestly. I'm like, what? Can we even really get to the... I mean, obviously, we know the whole thing, but can, can there be like, a let's, court and Can we see how it ends? Like, exactly. what if it ends up being, like... Are they going to be much, fined? Are they going to go to jail? Like, what if this ends up being, like, a deeper thing? Like, really, it's not also this, but it's, like, a prostitution ring and a drug ring. Like, what if, like, it becomes, like, this bigger scandal and y'all know. was thirsty to make a TV series? I never know. But I guess... So, would you watch it? I guess I'll watch it and see what the, you know, what kind of series is going to be. To be honest, it depends what network it's on. Because some... Because, ah! for real, some networks give you different... Wait, it on Lifetime. It probably would be, like... like it's, it's, it's Lifetime-ass. It's, yeah, it is a it's Lifetime. It's a Lifetime type thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't watch Lifetime that much. I don't watch their movies. Not anymore. I had a phase. Nah, I don't even watch Lifetime movies. Okay. Oh, so this Sandra, next one is a little hard. Sandra Bland, the video released. After how many years? Um, so if you guys remember in, what was it, 2016? 15. Was mm-hmm. it 15 or 16? Mm-hmm. Well, one of those years, um, Sandra Bland, Naperville native, um, 
was uh, pulled over for a traffic, traffic stop, stop. Mm-hmm. in um, traffic stop Can in Texas, and it ended up resulting to, to her death. Her death. Now, what the police say is that she killed herself in prison, but as we, the woke, know, um, that did not happen. Right. So, um, years later, as of recently, the video of from her phone. So this is the thing. There was a video. The video we saw before was of the dash cam from the police officer's right. um, car. But n- now, in 2019, years after, after everything has happened, the image or the video from her personal phone. And where, from the beginning, From too, the beginning. From when she see, got stopped. Yes. When we see her perspective, everything that happened um, has just been released. Now, oh. I'm, 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 it's, it's, it's crazy because it's, even just watching that video, you're like, cause you know, of course, what did the police say? She was being aggressive, you know, she was being crazy. He and said she he was, was scared. He, he said was, he feared. That's what they all say. I'm scared of my life. Oh my God. This black woman who has no type of weapon is going to kill me. What? But she's in her car. You st- and she legit, she legit, she legit, she legitly said, that's definitely a word legitly. But she did say that you're stopping me for a traffic light. You telling me to get out, get out of the car she because said, of why this. Are you trying to? And get had a out? taser right in her face. It just it right just, in her face. And then from there, that's just how her life ended. I do believe they need to push for the reopening of that case. Yeah, I do. For them to say because they're trying to say that they never hear the video. It's always been out, so on and so forth. Um, the family says they've never seen it. So who who released that? Where did it even come from? I don't even know. Where I, was I, it hidden? And no, how did it come? How back did it out? just randomly come out? I don't see, know. You um, see the games these people play. Listen, there. That's why they say ignorance is bliss. Because I'm sure if like we really knew the ins and outs of so many things, we would be miserable. We would be petrified. There would be so much anxiety. It definitely is like, so many things that we don't know about. Yeah, about, so many people who are dead. Who about so many systems? Yes, like, just think of about course. It. It's like like. We talk about the government all the time, but think about just these systems of our local police department. Of course. Just have people locked up in jail for no reason. For no reason. Like, like. And be there. Mm-hmm. So many people have the theory that the mugshot that they released of um, Sandra Bland was she was already dead at that time and they just laid her on the concrete with her. Oh, eyes I did remember that. Cause yeah. Based on like. You know how her face was. Yeah. You see, the then, weight was back. Yeah. I remember, it just, yeah. It was just a lot of stuff. So. Which is very cryptic to think of. It's giving me the the shakes, but yeah. rest in peace. Yeah, rest the in system peace. is crazy because you know nowadays you just see um, all these people who were in prison how they get themselves out because they represent themselves mm-hmm. and they were in jail for thirty years for maybe a little ounce of weed or or some whatever. And that's ridiculous. And they're not just coming after being in jail for thirty years. It's, it's ridiculous. That's sad. That is sad. May Everybody, God help us stay all. Stay safe, people. Maybe not be victims. Amen. Of these people. Okay, so Washington, D.C., the residents, um, basically, they had a protest um, against um, trying to fight gentrification. Yeah. So you lived in Baltimore. How was it over there? You know, it's not far from being... From D.C. Uh Um, Yeah, I was like D.C. adjacent. Um, This is the thing. Gentrification is everywhere, right? And D.C. is a hot spot. Like, that's the thing. Chocolate City. It's it's Chocolate City. It's, like, definitely, like, a black city. And, you know, and other than just, like, the capital and all the, like, monumental national stuff that's there, like, right out, you know what I mean? Like, the most affluent black 
city um, on county is right there, Montgomery County, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, which is right there, Potomac, where mm-hmm. we watch Real Housewives of Potomac, it's like all right there. So it's like black through and through. That's what I'm saying. So it's nice to like, okay, here come white people and they, you know, want to live amongst us and that's cool and all, but I think the, the, the problem that we always have with white people living in black spaces is you cannot come and now alter and the And take space. over and change yeah. everything, change the businesses and just... You know, like, okay, you want to move here? Cool. That's fine. We're not hateful people. We're not going to yeah, burn up your gonna, apartment. You're not going to see all this. We're not going to burn crosses on exactly. your lawn. No. You know, that's but don't come here and try to act like you own this place and you own us. And you want to change everything just, exactly. to, to, just to benefit you and to suit your own needs. You can't no, move somewhere honey. and change the culture. that You're no. moving into their culture. You know what I'm saying? And that's, not, that's a problem that I feel like most white people have. Like, they try to move somewhere and be like, well, I'm not going to have it like this but it's like dude you you came here you mm-hmm. have to understand that like we didn't come to you you came to us so like yep chill they want to change things like oh there's no starbucks you want a starbucks here yeah and take away the, the little you know the, the, the small the black local business, coffee shop black that's been there, there yeah so it's just like you know what shout out to dc for making it do what it do because this is the second protest yeah that they had the go-go music the howard students have been letting it know that they are not gonna walk dogs on the yard so dc is being very resilient so again we stand with you DC. yeah that's key speaking up people that's the only way damn i'd like drop my water bottle ah this person okay i am not a fan no i'm not a fan 50 cent did he get the drop so we know he's a troll troll everywhere well yeah give him the drop 50 gets the drop goofers all right. Do it one more time, cause I ain't here. Really. I don't know why I be doing that. Like lately, right? Olodo, mm-hmm. Yes, and as you know, Olodo means slow, stupid, idiot, the donkey, the fool of the week. That's really what he is. So he's always trolling somebody on social media, and now his new thing now is to troll people who who owes him money. Okay, so he does this with Tierra Marie all the time. Like, give me my money, give me my money, because she sued him for, you know, because she thought he released the the sex tape that Mm -hmm. she had. But apparently he did not. But whatever. Anyway, but now who is this new person he's putting on social media? What's So in the recent weeks, because we ain't been talking about it. Let's talk about all the people he outed. um, It was some other producer guy who's not white escapes me. Mm -hmm. Then it was Young Buck. And now it's Jackie Long. Jackie Long. Mm-hmm. And um, Jackie Long is, you know, he's a he's an actor. He was in um, ATL. He yeah. played, what's his, the, the bougie one in ATL? Yeah. I can't remember their names. So anyway, um, yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous. I just feel like, 50, you make he's way too much money. And even if you are going to, like, demand your money back, this is the way you, go about you don't it. have to put people business like that on Front Street. It's just, this you, how you go about you're it. literally embarrassing people like your tool is humiliation it is and, and it's like i don't think it's funny at all okay for you to be even willing to give them money you, obviously you guys have some type of relationship you know it's not like they're completely strangers you have some type of relationship so you cannot you guys can't handle this privately the same way you borrow them this money must it be done publicly and it's just so it's just so i don't like it i don't like it. it's so negative you could just tell he has no type of empathy he doesn't care about anyone's feelings and i feel like because he had a rough childhood he felt like no one cared about him no one you know you know loved him or showed him any type of kindness so now he's like oh f everybody else i'm gonna be a complete asshole to everybody else that's how i see it 
Because he's something else. It's just nothing. I mean, see the way he treats his first son. You see the first exactly. thing he says to his first son. Exactly. I just feel like 50 has been allowed to just act any way he wants to in Ooh. the industry and nobody says anything. I can't be with a man um, like that. But I also think it's a little bit of sexism because could not one woman, not one single woman be out here behaving the way 50 is behaving. Right. Like of course. Dragged to filth. Of so, course. Of course. Yeah. I, some... I cannot be with a man like that. Whoever like ends up being with him, she has to be just like him because he's just so. Hello, dude. Yes. Okay. Well, that's that's pretty much it for our hot topics. We're right on time. Thirty minutes. Thirty-one minutes. All right. Let's get into our episode. Our topic of the week is. African versus African American. Yeah, and when we say versus, not like we're saying like it's no beef. We just no letting beef. y'all no. know, just like the general like stereotypes we have towards or against each other, like how Africans think about um, African Americans and vice versa, and you know, just to clear the air and just to bring some type of knowledge and opinions. You in that and topic. I, T-Y. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, well, let's start off with saying we're all black, okay? This is the thing. So <laughs> this has actually been like for as long as I've like been able to really like have conversations. This has been a thing. Like I remember my first year of college right now. So a little background about me, if you don't know, I um, was in our school org, our African Student Council, which is basically like our African Appreciation Org or whatever. It's like ASA, ASO, whatever, whatever. So I was in that group um, literally from my freshman year of college until I graduated. Like I was president one year and all. Um, and getting there, when I first got there, I remember, you know, it was me and two of my friends and we were like, you know, the three, I guess, Americanized girls. Mm -hmm. And they let us know that at every single turn. Really? We were like... The black girls, they they all the time just kind of like try to pull our card, and if we're not Nigerian enough, yeah, it just was like, like oh, what would they say? It was just like always a thing. It's like, oh, are you Nigerian? Oh, you Nigerian? Oh, how long have you been here? It's just kind of like, why is this even a conversation? Like, I'm here, I'm trying to be part of this organization, I'm trying to like let it be known, and it's like, granted, I won't lie, I was a little bit more ratchet back in my day mm-hmm. um i've grown and i've evolved like so some of the antics i did in the past i probably wouldn't do ever again but you know granted it's just because a lot of it was like i just felt like sometimes i wasn't you know african enough or something like that which is which is funny which is like i've said it on the podcast before where i've like felt this like that biracial um conflict when it's like you're not enough for one group of people and you're still not enough for the other group of people and that's just kind of what it is sometimes so I've always felt like it's just stupid we all black we all need to have like a certain sense of unity because at the end of the day when we talking about cases like Sandra Bland Alton Sterling Philando Castile so many other cases that you know I can go on and on they gonna see us all as black right so okay so let's even just start like so as we know, well, so I, my primary years were, were in Nigeria. I didn't move here fully um, till I was like 13. So I was like, you know, that's all I knew, you know, being Nigerian culture, everything, the food, language, I, you know, I speak it well. And when I came here, it definitely was a culture shock for me because then, as I mentioned um, last week, I didn't know that I was black. And just black in the sense that you are different, you are other, like you having a, a darker skin color makes you less than, you know, like you're treated like there's a race that is higher than you than yours. I mean, yeah, in Nigeria, we know about white people. There are white people who live in Nigeria, but I mean, I guess the way I grew up, 
I never saw, we never saw white people as like superior. Mm-hmm. I mean, some Africans definitely do think white people are <laughs> superior. But at least like when moving, coming to America, I didn't feel like, oh my God, you know, like how would I be treated? Till And when I came here, I went to school on the South Side. I went to Harlem High School. So that's predominantly black. That's on the South Side. Wrap your set, wrap your set. <laughs> <laughs> you know, low income. So, and then I did notice that, you know, we did have a few white teachers. I did notice that they treated me different. You know, I noticed that, um, I feel like they like me more, you know, and even the black teachers. I mean, yeah, I've always been a great student, whether in Nigeria or here. I've always been, you know, obedient, quiet, whatever, you know. But I guess compared to the other students, the American students, they felt like I was different. Because even one um, teacher said, um, oh, yeah, you know the meaning of education, you know. Like, you know, you know, like, just to show, like, I see why you're this way. Because you're from Africa and you're different, you know. And back then... I haven't taken any type of African-American class, you know. I didn't take that to college. I didn't really understand what it meant. I just was like, oh, okay, maybe just because, oh, I'm a good student. That's all I attributed to, mm-hmm. you know. But when I got older and taking classes and just being more aware, it's just like, okay, hold up. There's definitely something, you know. And just to talk about from the African point of view, you know, the role the media plays is so it's so impactful. It's just it's so much. Because even in Nigeria, what we see on TV, how we see black people in, in Nigeria is... Oh, ghetto gangsters, you know, right. all these yo-yo people, you know, they're ready to fight and shoot, all that kind of stuff. That's all we see. At least that's the movies you really see. Right. You don't see no black educated, suited up, doctor, black president, none of that. We don't see none of that, you know. So Africans that do come here, they see black people as less than, you know, like, you, you know, like, I am African. I am not black. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, our African parents, our African aunties and uncles, they don't want to say that they're African. They don't want to say they're black. They're, they want to always differentiate, like, hey, it's a different class, okay? Like, right. we're, we're not the same. And then, you know, black people, because my mom, her being a nut, she said black people don't like her, you know? My mom said because that, Because they say, that they're like, oh, you come to our country to take our jobs. So it's always that conflict. Like, we're all so against each other. Well, I didn't even think we were one, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and this is all because of the media, just because of, you know, colonialism and just, you know, um, white people, you know? Mm-hmm. We, they put us against each other. And um, I remember some event I went to. Um, it was even at UIC, and how some girl said when she came, when her dad came, the legit, I think it was at the airport, they said, stay away from the American blacks, you know? You're African, you're different. So, and that, that alone, that immediately, like, starts the division in your head. Like, okay, let me separate myself. I am not the same of his people, you know? And I feel like, let's say, a reason why we all, well, Africans try to um, really separate themselves from blackness is because the way black people are treated in America, too. You exactly. Know? We see that black people are treated like are shit. Are treated, yeah. Even we see all these documentaries about, you know, when you ask white people, would you want to be treated like a black person? What do they say? They get quiet. They, they say no that. because yeah. they know that black people are treated as the bottom. Like, they're the bottom tier. Like, no, you know? So that's the reason why we say we don't want to be contributed to as black. Let's say black was the top. We would say we're black. Yes. You know what I mean? We would, we would say, yes, that's my black brother and sister. We're the right. same thing. But because of the way black people are treated, as we see in the media and with the system and everything, it's like we really we want to do everything it is to do to separate ourselves from that. But that does, that's not going to make anything better. Because once you step your feet into this American country, this American soul, you are black. Whether you're Jamaican, because I know also like some, it's, you know, Jamaican, yeah, it's Caribbean. It's not just a Nigerian Yeah, thing. they say, you know, I'm like, from the island. I, I'm not black. And that's what I was saying um, last week. It depends on your de- definition of what black is, you know. Because black is not just an American black thing. You know, like, I was, I was watching some documentary. There's some black Palestinians. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That they've been in, like, that's what they are, you know. So 
I don't know, man. It's just so tough. It's 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 oh, it's just, it's always a battle. Like we're always trying to prove to each other that one is better than the other. Like you came yeah, from Africa. On the flip side, uh-huh. Uh-huh, growing up here, um, I just got, I felt like also it, yeah. So it, how it, was it growing it up used, here? It used to hurt me because you know um, black people also talk about ourselves a lot, right? And and not just in a sense of like you know oh with your big nose with your black self. It's like the minute anyone found out yeah, I was like Nigerian, it just was different. Really? It was like people people used to say to me all the time, oh, I didn't know you was Nigerian. I thought you was like, you know, regular black. Right. I'm like. So was the vibe like a like, did you, did you ever get like the, oh, you African kind of thing? Or was. It's like, wow, you're just like us. Like they're among us because you can mm-hmm. tell like just how you said that. The the media was just like gangster black people. The media the same here way. is just like girl when I like came uncivilized black uh, Africans. Jesus. Just Ooh. you know, it's the Afri- it's the African kids in the commercials with the flies. No, on legit, them. they would ask me it's, like, "Did you guys wear clothes?" I get asked that all the time. You wear where, where were you born? Were you born in the first? And I legit look like. What do you mean? Does your family speak English? Oh my God! No. So one of the things. So you. So anybody that knows my mom. My mom has tribal marks, right? Mm-hmm. So all the time, you know, which is like, this is so sad, but it's like I'm happy I've outgrown this. When I was like first in school, mm-hmm. I used to like be somewhat embarrassed when my mom had to come up to school. Really? Because people would be like all the time, like teasing me later about like my mom's tribal marks. And for you, that people that don't know what tribal marks, tribal marks are basically like. Markings on the face yes. to represent where you're from. Yes. It's also like a, a form of beauty too. You yeah. know, like in Nigeria, it's not seen as an. I mean, they don't do it as much as before because now right. we're just like, okay, you you really marking people's faces, but it's a <laughs> sign of beauty of you know of where you're from or right. you know you know how successful your family is that kind of stuff. You know, exactly. So it's like it's like a, it's like a branding. Group, yeah, each ethnic group they have the different types of um, tribal, tribal marks. marks. Yeah. So my mom's. Um, of resembled whiskers because she has three on each like okay skirt, but they do resemble whiskers so people would say mean things like all the time like what your mom got scratched by a tiger what? she was attacked by a tiger and stuff and me being young and impressionable at that time it of was just course. It's hurtful like, it just yeah it just it just got to a point where you know after a certain time sometimes you did want to dissociate yourself with uh. being African because it just it just was like. Well, I'm just like everybody else. Like, you know, like I go to school here. I live in Chicago. I do this. And, you know, me also being like the youngest in my family to to have like had some upbringing here. It was a kind of a dissociation because it's like at home, everybody in my family is like super connected to Nigeria because they, you know, obviously my mom mm-hmm. grew up there. Excuse me. My brothers were born there and lived there for a certain amount of time. And me, my life began in Portugal. Mm -hmm. So it's like even me visiting Nigeria. I think I visited once in Portugal, but I was way too young. Yeah. And I remember visiting another time here. Um, But again, I was still young. So it's like my connection is still different. Um, but I just always like I didn't know what to think, right? So it's like I felt like I had to be an advocate for a country I didn't fully understand yet. Right. But it, it's just hard because then if you know leave it up to here, I'll be poisoned about my own country. Yeah, that's true. I know. I know. We talked about how now we see some kids we went to high school with, or you know, people who didn't claim that they're Nigerians. Because when I came to, when you when I asked like, oh, are you Nigerian? They'll say, oh no, my my parents are Nigerian. My parents are Nigerian. And that would really confuse me because I'm like, okay, if your parents are Nigerian, so what does that make you? But I get it. You are American too. Like that is yeah. fact. The same way I'm like, I'm Nigerian. I'm also American. But because I, it just always kind of battled me like. 
you're Nigerian too. That doesn't mean, even if you cannot speak the language, heck, there are people in Nigeria who cannot speak their language. Right. Okay. So because you can't speak the language or whatever, it does not make you any less Nigerian because the blood is in you. It runs through you. You know what I mean? So now we see people who are more prideful, you know, now we see all this, everyone is singing Niger songs. Everyone is wearing Ankara. Right. You so know, soccer music, exactly. Everything. Like everyone, people that are in high school that you would not even know that they're Nigerians. Now on their social media is their Nigerian name. Boy, I wish I could have worn some <laughs> lace to put I on. know, right? Now on their social media is their Nigerian name. Now they're exactly. trying to speak the language. And I, some people always, and I see how, well, I see some people get like the negative feedback. Oh, when you're young, you didn't claim now, you're trying to claim it. Why are you doing that? I see nothing is that because I feel like, I feel like it's good that they're trying to claim it now, even if they didn't claim it then. Because one, as you said, one of the reasons why people didn't claim being African was because they're being made fun of. Exactly. If you're young, people make fun of who you are and where you're from. Of course, you're going to be like, well, okay, let me just hide it. I'm not even going to talk about it. Just just call me something else. Call me by an English name. Give me some nickname. Don't exactly. even call me who I am. Exactly. You know, so people who try to come at people like saying, oh, now you want to feel like a Nigerian. Yes, let them feel like they're Nigerians. Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's just, yeah, it's it's almost like a coming out thing, right? Because it's like... Right, right. You come out the closet. You coming out. Like, you feeling like, you know what? Yes, I'm African. I eat rice. Oh, I don't have to, like, sit here and explain <laughs> to you day. what jollof rice is. <laughs> Goat meat is oh, no longer see. weird to y'all. Like, I know, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, all these things are just, like, literally just part of my upbringing. I don't have to validate anymore. Yeah. anymore. And, and I think, like, the thing that's so interesting about the African, African-American debates is just that... We are literally the same. There's so many of our customs that, like, we all share. Like, you know, especially, like, especially when you talk to your friends from down south. Like, they really have a lot of, like, what I find are, like, African Mm -hmm. customs. You get what I'm saying? So it's just kind of, like... I never even understood. And then, like, another thing I used to always advocate for when I was, like, at UIC was I would always say, like, why don't we spend enough time celebrating Black History Month? And they would always be like... Well, because we're African, blah, 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 black history. And I'm just like, no, exactly, uh-huh. which is why we should celebrate we should. Black History Month. Because uh. it's kind of like without without the struggles of the black without people that were rights, here, Martin we, Luther King, we wouldn't be able Malcolm to be X, here exactly. claiming our own heritage. Exactly. And that's just the period fact and of that's the matter. It. Exactly. We could not claim our own heritage. We would be in our not. country, in Nigeria, in Ghana. Exactly. Because we, we are here because of the fights that these people have done. You exactly. Think? And these people, they are us. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. To me, it's just kind of like how people complain about the word akata. So let's talk about that really quick. Okay, yes. So akata is a Yoruba word, and um, it means like a wild animal, wild cat. That's the word that um, Yorubas, Nigerians, West Africans, or Africans as a whole, that's the word we used to describe or, you know, refer to black people, you know? Right. Um, So I do not really like the word because it is negative, you know, because it's like you're calling someone an animal, animal. you know? Mm -hmm. But, you know, I feel like it goes two ways, okay? This this is what I think. It goes two ways. Um, Yeah, so when we refer to someone like Akata, it's not a nice thing to say, you know? That's it. But then also, I, I guess, in a way... People just use it so much, it just becomes like a general term for black mm-hmm. people. You know what I mean? Because even when our parents use it, I know they're not thinking like wild animals, mm-hmm. but they're just like, oh, black people. You know, if you don't want to say black in like in English, you know, what you don't mm-hmm. want someone to understand what they're saying. And if you're a Nigerian who has been here for a very, very long time, even Africans, Nigerians refer to us Akata like, oh, you're an Akata now. Meaning, oh, you're black now. Oh, you're American now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. And, um, I tell my black friends what it means in case, you know, they hear someone say it. But I see it also like the N-word. You know what I mean? Like, it's the same way 
oh, people say, you know, that word is negative, but same way, oh, it is a term of endearment. Right. I mean, of course, when we say akata, we don't necessarily mean a term of endearment per se. Right. But it's just like, if you don't, if you're truly against the word akata, I feel like you should also be against the word nigger. You know, like it's mm-hmm. not, it's not, it's not a nice thing to say. And even when black people say, if you're about to fight someone or someone cut you off or something that you, you say nigger and you don't mean it in a nice way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, well, okay. So here, so this is the thing. I, I mean, I think that you're right. They kind of do come from the same essence, right? Like when we say, when, when people say nigger, it comes from, you know, we all know the origins of yeah. that's how white people refer to black people. Um, in antebellum slavery, into the civil rights movement, and so on and so forth, until the term just became general, and it's now just kind of used in reference to, you know, camaraderie amongst black people, Mm -hmm. right? So the thing with Akata that makes it only slightly different is that um, it's never necessarily used in camaraderie, but it has become Mm -hmm. used as... Like a lingo. Lingo, and generally, just just to refer mm -hmm. to people. Um, Now, I do see, like, some people get very offended because they think that when it is said... It is said in a disdain, like, oh, you're an Akata. But I think the thing is, nah, people just sometimes have that emotion and they are just talking about what you are to them, which is like a black American, yeah, right? So yeah. it's like, like if any of like our black friends hear somebody say Akata and it doesn't sound nice, it's not necessarily because they're using the word Akata. It's because they, they probably don't feel yeah. good about you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just that that's what they're referring to you as because you're not Nigerian. Or you're not African. Or you're not African. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So that's just kind of like what it is. And I think that like... You know, I think that nowadays people are becoming more privy to the word, right? Mm -hmm. Because like before, when I first heard it, I felt like nobody knew what that meant. Yeah. Um, But now, you know, in more recent years, I'm seeing a lot of people be like, uh, especially like a lot of my black friends kind of be like, don't ever call me no Akata. And I get it. I don't think it's anything wrong. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's anything wrong. Because the same way I tell them like, don't call call me nigga too. You know what I mean? Like, I see that as negative, you know? Right. So it's like, I'm not saying anything's wrong with it, but I also, I've seen like some shows and movies trying to talk on the word, and it's like, that gives a a awkward uh, stereotype on what the word is or how it's Mm -hmm. used, you know what I mean? Um, I think that all in all, it comes from this idea of, Othering yeah. that I don't believe in in general. That's yeah. why I don't use the word akata, right? Like, like if you you'll probably catch me. Like I've honestly reduced in how I say nigga or like how I use it. Um, but I would use nigga before I use akata only because right. of that that underlying term of othering that comes with it. Right, because right, it's like right. When niggas being used is usually used in like my nigga or that. Like, you right, know what I'm it's right. kind of like in a unifying sense rather than akata is used to be like we different. Like, right. I'm not. Your exactly. type of black, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I, like, yeah. like honestly, if I ever use the word "akata," I probably am saying that you being real ratchetly ghetto and black. Oh, like really? That. Like, if I ever say "akata," that would probably be the term in which I'm using it. Like, damn, uh, they like that person acting just real. Say ghetto. You know what I'm saying? But it depends who I'm talking to. Like, I mean, like I wouldn't just randomly throw it. Like, ah, they mean an akata. It's yeah. like if I like I've had conversations with people. I was like, when I think of akata, I probably think of like 
very low, low, low end, like ratchet ghetto oh, type uh-uh. of people. Like I wouldn't necessarily just attribute that to like, here's all black people under this so, umbrella. So I mean, it means the same thing. So you're friends to them as wild animals then. Right, because you being a wild <laughs> animal at this point. Like, because you know what I'm saying? There's some people that's just like, oh, you being wild at this point. Like, yeah, uh, and it's not even like because you're black. It's because you being wild at this point. Yeah, you but know? would you also use it to refer to a, 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 a ratchet, dirty white person? That white trash. I but would you say, oh, that white Takata, would you say that? That white Takata. I mean, I've just never heard it in that term, so that right. white wouldn't come to me. But that's just the same way as, like, you will call somebody, like, ratchet versus calling them white trash. It's because, okay. like, it's just too different. It's not because of, like, I attribute necessarily Akata to black people. It's just that, like, oh, it's just okay. two different types of, like... Yeah. I think, yeah, overall, it's, overall it's a negative thing. You know, I, I don't think... If I use it, if I say it, I, I could really, I don't say it at all. But if I say it, maybe I'm talking to my parents and I just would just say, oh, Akatani, like just, oh, it's a black person. Simple. You know what I mean? So, but I even tell my parents, so like, I'm, I always try to like educate my parents, like, hey, just say black. You know what I mean? Like, I do too. even if you want to refer, there are different, your bad words that you could use to refer to as a black, to refer uh, to say anything about a black person, you know? So, I, the word Akata is definitely doesn't come from the origin is not good however if you do hear people say especially in the casual tone right. do not automatically think that they're coming at you and they're attacking you because that's not necessarily the case at all you know and as I said Africans also use it to refer to, refer to their fellow Africans This, you know if they're you know if you've been here for a long time and let's say you know you don't speak the language like that anymore they just say oh you're American you know um, I try to urge people to use doo-doo which means black, black. Yeah. Like, it's literally the translation for black yeah it's just so, so many like, things that we could use. Yeah, yeah, like I just try just because it's like, you know, I just feel like, yeah, like it all comes from colonialism. Like just it's just a mentality. Right. And I think that that's the thing. Like for us as black people to just understand each other better, we all have to talk to each other because there's so much that we exactly. literally share. Like we cannot rem- forget that we have all been colonized in a sense. You know, like even all of these countries, um, a lot of these countries being made are because like people got off the slave ship or like they were in the transition to become slaves and you know they were left behind and they colonized and became that country and this this, and the other so it's like all all of us essentially share a lot of the same customs cultural ideas and I have this like grand theory that like all black people in America somehow come from Nigeria anyway because most of the slave trade was in West Africa so you know what I mean like so yeah black people too don't look down on Africans don't instantly think that oh Man, high school man. Many people ask me like, "Y'all used to eat shit? Do you eat shit?" No, I did not eat shit. Some people just rude. Like, no, I did not eat shit. No, is that even a question? No, I was born in a hospital because there are also there are cars there. The you know there are buildings there. There are high rises there. Everything the same thing that's in America is also there. You know, and also you know it's just like the whole African narrative even till today. And I don't in movies we see the same thing. Sorry, I was gonna say I don't want to have this conversation without touching on Black Panther a little bit because I think that's very important in this like conversation. Right, because it's like so I think that Black Panther was important because it was it was like an all black cast for the most part, and it's the first time you see anything relating relating to, to black or African being intelligent, uh, yeah, you know, empowering, uh, yeah, successful, bright, you know, with the technology, you know, like even I like how it was authentic in a way that they was like in the market scenes. Exactly. That's how like African markets look, you know, exactly. they're not necessarily all in a store with AC, they're legit outside and they have their little sh- shops and tents, you know, exactly. so it's still authentic and, and you know, the, what they wore is authentic in that way. But I do, I do feel like 
You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes I have issues with, like, accents. Or sometimes... I feel like they did a pretty good job in Black Panther for the most part. Like, you know, they did what they could do for people not being, like, you know, Nigerian or African or whatever. Um, Well, not everybody in the film. But I do think that, like, after that movie, there should have been a little bit more in the community outside of the movie. Like, this should have spurred people to really, like, band together a little bit more. Um, and really trying to figure out more about actual African heritage mm-hmm. and not just kind of like use Wakanda as a cop out for like yeah. like now I'm from Wakanda. Like I understand the messaging and the symbolism behind it, don't get me wrong. Um and I don't wanna have like this privilege of like, oh I'm Nigerian and I understand it and woo woo woo. But it's like I also feel like, okay, so now that we we understand that this comes from something, like, why don't we reach one and teach one? Like, you know what I mean? Like I feel like sometimes there's this there's this division or like there's this kind of like you know i don't want to know about you yeah. or this ignorance that comes with like africa you know what i mean it's kind of like like for example all african people are not the same african we're not all from the same tribe we're not all west africans you get what i'm saying it's like and even west africans we're not all the same west african even nigerians we're not all the same nigerian you know what i mean like, yeah, like the different ethnic the different tribe Ni- you know Nigeria. what i mean so it's just kind of like just even trying to do more within ourselves to learn a little bit more about one another could just really eradicate yeah. a lot of this. Like, you know, I try, you know, Africans, excuse me, take an African-American studies class. Like, that was my minor, but, like, you don't have to go as hard as making it your minor, but take a class. Oh, yeah, because you definitely educate you and just, like, simple things that you... Because, you know, you've been African, you are not really aware of, you know, racism like that, honestly. Not to you really, like, pay attention. And yeah. you see the news and you're like, oh, wait, this really applies to me, you know? And I also do think that black people should... Don't, you know, don't be scared or don't always try to separate yourself from even ever identifying mm-hmm. or you know, anything related to Africa. Because I know what you see in the media plays a major role, you right. know? You see, even till today, you still see those, see those commercials with flies on those kids' faces. You know what I mean? <laughs> you see all the walls going on but like as i was, I was gonna say th- you know the narrative of africa that we see in media is there are wars going on everyone is rushing here there are no roads everything is just you know just everything is dead but that's not the case africa is also beautiful you know it's the beginning of time that's where you're yeah. from you know so i feel like black people you also owe it to yourself to to get to, get to know to know where you're from you know like exactly read books not even just movies but even just you know read books attend um, events and cultural events you know little things like that it goes a long ways and even our great leaders like Muhammad Ali uh, Malcolm X they ended up going back to Africa visiting some African countries and to find their roots you know to see where they're really from and what it means to be black you know like not just oh black in the American sense but just black because it is so rich and it's just so like it's so it's, it's a lot it's beautiful you know and Africans please acknowledge your privilege right and yeah. it's like I, did, I had a conversation with somebody and it, it was it was deep in a in a sense it was like one word but it was kind of deep um it was one of was doing the Serafina thing so anyway long story short what she was explaining to the kids because they were doing a piece on South Africa she was like the thing with Africans that you'll understand with a lot of Africans is that they have an innate pride oh, about themselves yes. right like and the pride just simply comes from like you know where you're from. You and, know your history. And you know, besides that, it's because we don't have any white man. We don't have white people in Africa telling you that your black is nonsense, that your black is hideous. You know? Yes, there are you know black white people there, but no one is oppressing us for our skin color. So automatically when we come, we are like I am black and proud and so what? I am African. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like we don't have that like 
internal like you know defensive like you know mindset you know what I mean like we don't have that at all so we need to acknowledge that within ourselves and like try to understand like all that African Americans in America had to go through to just be themselves. Exactly. Um, so like acknowledge that privilege that that you innately have being able to like identify to your country. Cause that's cause that that's different. That's something that I honestly, you know, I don't know what that feels like. It really isn't. It's not me trying to sound no type of mm-hmm. way. It's like I literally just like, you know, I wouldn't know what that would feel like to not be able to know like I'm Nigerian and yeah. have the culture attached. Like we talk a lot of big stuff about like being Nigerian and how annoying it is, but it's still something that's like at the end of the day, I know that once a maker goes up in flames and things really Girl, go crazy, I like, have a place to go. To. I have some. I know where I can go back. And you it's know like, where your ancestors are from. Exactly. And know. for a lot of people, like America, really is it. Like that's this is where they know their people start. Exactly. From. And like the names you guys have are like the slave masters. Yeah. Names, you know? You know, I take like, so much pride. Like in Nigeria, like our last names mean something. They come from something. They're right. like yeah. it, it is so heavy. Like it tells a story. It tells in a itself. story. So it's so, just like mm-hmm. yeah. Like so, just also like. Acknowledge that And don't Don't be assholes About we the should, fact I, that you're At the end of the day Acknowledge each other yeah. Love each other Communicate Educate each other If you're offended By the word nigger If you're offended By the word akata Let's have this conversation You know of course In a respectful manner You know not in a Whole defensive You know way Where you're trying To fight somebody No because that's not Going right. to solve the issue Because we're exactly. We're tired of fighting each other We That's that's not that's We need to just come together Okay because we see how White people are You know how they're Treating us So let's just be one And just continue To educate each other we're going to talk more on this another time. We will. We definitely yeah. will have more on this, but we just wanted to open that up, especially with this being our 10th episode, and we talk about cross-culture yeah. a lot. You know, African versus African America is just like no more. So let's just kill that. All right. Whew. That was a that was beautiful conversation. Awesome. Let's go into, what What do we do next? TV? A black excellence? Do we do black excellence before? Do we do, because um, last time we kind of switched it up a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, let's get into black excellence. Black excellence. Um, I could go first. Yeah. My person, um, I think we both saw this on um, the Shade Room. Um, the University of um, Alabama's first black student received an honorary doctorate 63 years after being removed from the campus. Mm-hmm. So her name is Arthurine Lucy Foster. And um, she made history 63 years ago as the first African-American student to enroll in the university. But things didn't go quite as well because, of, of course, back then, you know, Segregation, black people were not allowed to, you know, attend certain schools to be in school, period, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so her, her, her journey with education was not easy at all. She applied to so many colleges during the civil rights era. And in 1952, she was um, um, accepted to one college, hoping to earn her English degree. But that again, her um, acceptance was declined because she was not white, you know. So for her to just have that fight, to want to go to school, despite all the things going on, and to be constantly rejected and, you know, just to see it's awesome now that now 63 years later that's not too long ago it's low key not you know my my grandmother is older than that look listen I imagine if my grandmother (laughs) grew up here you know what I mean so it's just so awesome that she was acknowledged finally you know that you know she was able to receive her doctorate 63 years later so awesome to her shout out to her All right, my black excellence for this week is the artist, the mogul, Mm-mm-mm. the queen, the queen, the entrepreneur, the one and only, the idol, the icon, Robin Rihanna Fenty. Now we all know Rihanna is an amazing 
amazing pop star. Yeah. We all love her makeup. We all love her clothing lines. Mm-hmm. We all love her lingerie line. Ooh, mm-hmm. Um but very recently, she made history. Rihanna will become the first woman to create an original brand with LVMH. That is a fashion house, right? Mm-hmm. The first woman of color at the top of an LVMH Maison, and her line will be the first new house created by the group since Christian Lacroix. Now, just for those who don't know, um, basically, it's a fashion house that's in charge of like Louis Vuitton, mm-hmm. um, Hennessy, yeah. um, all these major brands that yeah. we know. So Luxury now Rihanna. Rihanna is going to be a part of that and going to create her own luxury brand. So it's like, yes, Rihanna, we miss you. We miss your makeup. But I'm not even mad at you. Miss, I mean, you miss her song. Oh uh, yeah, I should miss her makeup. We miss her song. I'm not even mad at it, girl. Do what you're doing. I could still wait. Do what you're doing. Oh, I ain't gonna wait too much longer. But I know, but she's great. Look, this is her, an empire. I'm like, happy because it's kind of like you know we joke like so. Kylie Jenner also just kind of came out with the skincare skin, line, what, right? Kylie skin, Kylie skin, which is like whatever, right? And not to take <laughs> away from Scott, Kylie because Kylie's you know. No, she, she doing, doing her little thing. Doing her she thing doing her too. Thing. But Kylie started off rich, right? Yeah. Rihanna's literally a girl from Barbados, like the a islands, little island, yeah. like just like a, a from nothing a immigrant, like a literal immigrant that's from nothing. That's just like this is it, and she came and did what. You know, what I hope to do one day is, like, to to make your name, your father's name, like, a household name. Mm-hmm. To make it worth something. Like, mm-hmm. Fenty in itself is worth something. It is. Like, and that is... That's powerful. That is black excellence. It to is. take that time to do it, to, to learn a whole new culture. That's something that we... You know what I'm saying? It's like, it means something more to me a little bit. Because it's like, Rihanna's not from here. This is not her country. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, she, she came here... And she came here so young by herself and started off in something and created this this entire fortune and name for herself. So I'm super proud of Robin Rihanna Fenty. Whoop, whoop. She is awesome. But yes, okay, so let's get into our regular TV music. Uh, let's start off with TV. So what's going on with TV? Raz B is joining the cast of Love and Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. I knew it because Raz B been wilding out for no reason. So I was like, he really trying to audition for something. Lo and behold, he gets cast on Love and Hip Hop mm-hmm. Hollywood. Well, I don't really know what. I mean, I know he's part of um, B2K, but I don't really know him per se. I don't even know what he sounds like. So it'll be interesting to see him and what his character is. I think that will be interesting because even in B2K, Raz B was I always like the quiet, the quiet one, one, the okay. less known one. Like he wasn't the star. It was like even like if you talk to people, who your fave is either Omarion, Lil Fizz, or J Book. Like nobody picks Raz B. Okay, so, so I'm assuming it'll be Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Yeah, it's Hollywood that he's going to be on. So mm-hmm. keep we'll an eye out. He's for gonna bring that. his baby mama drama and his little domestic violence. Drama. Ooh, child, that's gonna be interesting. We'll see. Um, Blackish gets a mixed-ish spinoff with Tracy Ellis Ross. That's nice. I love the show Blackish. So um, it'll also be interesting to see mixed-ish. I think that's like a, a dynamic that we don't talk about. Yeah. Like you know, mixed people. You know, biracial people. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's good. I'm interested to see that too. And uh, another one, Lala and Fifty Cents. Apparently, they have an upcoming series on Stars coming. Um, Lala, she's trying in this stuff. In acting, I think her acting stuff. has definitely you know improved. You know, I, even though the role isn't necessarily doesn't it doesn't really allow room for so much. I don't know what to call it. Lala has just been finessing. I ain't going to she, she She's trying. She's, she's, she's trying. She's in, this is what I'll say. She's come a long way from being an MTV VJ. Okay, yes. We can acknowledge that. Yeah. Um, I think that all her acting roles have been the same, but she's been she's managed to like 
like this lands one, in a uh, lot uh, of like major things. Like her, she was in Think Like a Man. Yeah, While they brought her back. She's always like, like a man friend too? kind of. I thing. have no idea. She was in the the New Edition story. She Minor, a, yeah, she played oh, Ronnie's yeah. mom. You know, she's on Power again. She's not super like. Like a big super role yeah. model, but she's enough. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, she's it's, trying. It's enough. It does enough. So I think that she finds herself in these yeah. really big positions. I'm interested to see what type of story it would be. Yeah. This new show that they're coming up to see if it's going to be creative, if it's going to be something different, or if it's going to be something really similar to Stars and what role and the role she played in Stars. On, on Power? I mean, I said Stars, Power, yes. But um, speaking of Star, I'm hurt. Why? Because Star on Fox oh, is star. canceled. Oh, I see. You don't have, I see. Haven't watched that show yet. That's a good show. And then the season finale was like crazy. So is it good. better than Empire? Yeah, it's better than oh, Empire. Really? Like it's still corny and ghetto and musical, but it's like it's it's a different and better. It's just like the only reason it's better is because Empire's kind of stale now. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I will say that. Like it's newer, so like the storyline is still fresh and you're still growing and this, this, any other. I think if anything, they definitely deserve at least one more season. Yeah, three like at good. least. I feel like one a good season. show would be at least five to seven. Yeah, seasons, like I you think know? they they. they dropped a lot of storyline in the finale that's like what you cannot end, end it here. there like that oh, wow. that's like like so like literally at the wedding so many people died well i don't know what wedding is so but exactly. I, apparently a lot of people are not watching it too then maybe the, the ratings are low you know what i think it is i think that maybe the tv rating so i've always wondered this and i wonder i'm gonna do some real research i feel like t like do shows get canceled based off of tv ratings do they not can uh, include streaming ratings because i think a lot of people like watch it later i don't think a lot of people probably watch it live because right, right, it's right. like after empire on a weekday so empire already come on like seven eight mm-hmm. right so then it's like at that oh, time everything she look and move it to another like Cable, another type of um, station. Hopefully, and but if BET pick it up, they're gonna mess it up. You think so? BET already messing stuff mm-hmm. up. I don't know what's wrong with them. But yeah, bring back Star. Um, Empire's finale was this week, right? That finale was lackluster. It was this week. First of all, I mean, okay, I'm glad Andre didn't die. Sorry if I'm spoiling for anyone. Don't nobody watch Empire. Right? Ah! I feel like don't nobody watch Empire. But like, you think people don't watch it? Well, it's still, it's still going on. Exactly. And another, like, another season is coming up. And I, hopefully, this is the last season. Yeah, this do. needs to be the last, last season. season. But it was crazy how... Um, I don't think Jamal can his name died? The, oh, the Kingsley? First, yeah, how he died. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, you that he was gonna kill himself. Yeah. Erica texts me like, Jesus. No, like, I was shocked. Like, he legit <laughs> shot himself. It was so quick, so fast. Cookie, I didn't really like that little part I didn't like it I didn't feel it you know like I didn't feel, apparently you know her son tried to kill himself and he was in a hospital but I see no real tears maybe I'm just used to seeing African Nigerian movies with you know that dramatic you know mother your, your child's about to die like you're wailing like your makeup is messed up you look disheveled she still looked put together with her little purse on I think I mean I wasn't her look didn't bother me because it's like I get it because she was coming because she was coming from somewhere. Then she went okay, there. Okay, but after then they coming out, she, she went to the hospital. She she saw the the letter. That was one. Right after she saw the letter, she rushed to wherever where they were. Right. She saw him take the pill. Okay, right. she rushed him to the hospital. And yes, even after you're still looking the exact same. Cause yeah, cause the lipstick she was, is smeared off. Cause she was coming from somewhere. Come, I'm, come on, I'm not talking about where you're coming from. Somewhere after after you figure out what's going on, your lipstick is still there. There's no tears coming out. You're not crying. She what is crying? that? She, sure wasn't, she crying. wasn't crying. She was like, Ooh. you know how she be clutching her chest, like, Ooh. 
<laughs> Don't do Taraji. I'm not doing her like that. I'm just saying in that little episode, yeah, they, they didn't direct that part well. For me, or they didn't direct. I'm it telling well. you, the whole fiasco with Jamal messed up the rest of the season. You could tell because everybody was throwing up. Like, like you could low key tell they mm-hmm. they kind of like had to change the script. A little bit. Oh, really? Like, I'm sure, like, some of that stuff was going to happen. Because normally Jamal would be there. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, but you could tell, like, maybe they some did. some scenes they had did. to be switched. Like, yeah. that wasn't... They probably had to do a lot of reshoots and little stuff like that, so... But, yeah. Oh, Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy, wait till episode 24 to get juicy again. Oh, it was juicy. I'm like... The Luca really loves her, man. Yo, somebody said they about to go on break again. Is there... Are they about to go on break or... Because oh, Grey's plays too much. This is their break be pissing me off. It's just and, be and like, this, this is low key their time that they go for break. Then they come back. They go on break like come every back two, three. Because it's like that's episode 24. So mm-hmm. that could be the finale. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, wait. The reason why. What's her name? Josephine or just. What's, jo- what's her name? Joe. Joe. She's saying. She pissed me off with those reasons that she. Girl, gave. I was like, so you mad? But anyway, we'll let you guys watch that. But that's really it for TV for me. I, yeah, TV wasn't, you know. Um, nothing really major. Nothing major. Let's go into music. Music. You know we ain't talk about Joe Button and Sin Santana breaking up. Oh, that's your people. That show is my people, y'all. They over. It was like a short little. No, they've been together for a minute though. No, I'm saying like even like the media, the the news that we said was because Joe so kind of killed really it. So and you know what? The thing I like about Joe because I, I I listen to his podcast and stuff. Joe owns his nonsense. Like the whole last podcast because you know they do Wednesday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. He talked about it. He was just so like they're not together for real. Yeah, she packed everything out the house and moved. And he was oh, like, wow. he basically is like, man, I ain't talk to my kids. You know, she not picking up the phone, which I feel like sin. Stop it. You have a child with him. Like, I don't care. Yeah. And you know what? To be honest, I feel like, you know, because I'm because I I'm so into Joe Budden and he talks about their life a lot. The reason I feel like they broke up is because Sin be in her feelings because she don't have no real career now. Career, yeah. And she wants something. And she of, wants the career. And it's just like he keep trying to tell her, like, not helping her out I'm what? doing everything right now. I do not have time to do what you, you know what I'm saying? It's like... Sin just want to go she, make your own connection. I feel like she's big enough to at least have some type of Sin, somebody exactly. to make to connection me, Sin for her. Not the type of woman that Joe need. I think that, and she probably Loki can't even sing like that. Maybe I, that's why he's never really fully invested in whatever she's trying to do. You he, know what I mean? You know she be in the studio. I just feel like Sin she want to live a life that's like, girl, you ain't earning this life. Like Joe just getting his stuff off. Like Joe was a music was a musician. He went through all he went don't through. Don't forget, he, she's what twenty four and he's she's twenty seven, twenty six, twenty seven. I don't think she's 27 yet. She turned 27 in October. In October. Well, she ain't 27 yet, and he ain't he in his 40s? No, he only 36. Well, that's a good gap. That is a gap, but it's like, girl, you... you that's a... You want, don't get me wrong. That's what I'm saying. He plays a role, too. Like, he's uh-huh. like, okay, as you said, he's been a musician. He's done the whole music thing. So now this is really, like, the top of his career. You right. know what I'm saying? So he's like, I'm older. I'm really trying to focus on this, trying to make, you know, make a household name for myself, whatever, whatever. And, you know, she's like, oh, you know, I think she's probably still like oh, we just got together, we just had a baby and I want attention and I want, which I'm not saying she's wrong for wanting that, but she said they're probably just not the good mix. Sin want to be, I'm Joe Budden's wife. I'm this. I got connections. Get us a nanny. Do this. I shouldn't clean. And Joe be like, okay, but you know, it's still your house. You still got to be, you want to be my wife so bad. You still got to be mm-hmm. a wife. And it's like, ain't nobody stopping you from being a career, but it's like, you have responsibilities. But Sin don't want to face that. I mean, I don't know all their life business, but that's just it. That's what I took from yeah. what I put together. All right, music. Chris Brown and Drake leaked a new song because evidently Chris Brown has an album coming out. He says it's going to be what? 
30 songs, 20. No, he said like 30, 40 songs. Confessions. I still ain't finished listening to his last album. I stopped at like 40 songs. I stopped at like 37. That's and it was like lot. 45 songs. 40. I mean, he, I mean, hey, he's at the you know, part in his career where he could do whatever he want to do. Okay. Chris needs to ease well, up. But 40 songs, sheesh. It kind of like one wouldn't really know which one is the hits, which one is the one. Like, you know what I mean? Because really all Chris Brown songs sound the same. Uh, okay, I didn't want to say that because I know you're a fan of Chris Brown. No, I'm not like a Because all his, all his songs sound the same. The beats be so similar. Similar. Very, very, very yeah. similar. Chris. I can't really differentiate which one song is, which one, which one is this one. Chris sounds the same. Unless if he has something different. Or collab with someone different. The collabs be the same thing too. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for him and Drake because it's like it's been a while. We miss it. Um, you say Monica? Oh yeah. So Monica, um, well, we know about her getting divorced because I think they're gonna talk about it in the on the show, family and friends show that she has okay. with Ti, IT, um, Ti and Tiny. But she has an album coming up, um, Chapter Thirty Eight. We don't know the release date yet. Um, she currently has a single. I think it's called um, Commitment. That's mm. cr- yeah, it's currently out, and I think apparently it's doing well, like on the R and B charts. So, because I, I was looking to, I was to one of her old albums like two days ago. I'm just like, oh, Monica be hitting it. Like she's like a great, like oh, I just love it. She's a great um, songwriter, and just her lyrics, like I just re- relate to it, mm-hmm. and just and she has the voice too. You yeah, know? Monica she, has a great. She's voice. not one of this that you know. It's just all looks and you and know. I like Monica's personality. Yeah, yeah. so I'm definitely looking forward to her. Um, another one, Simi, Simi Sala, she's a Nigerian um, artist and she's having, she has a new album that's already out and it's called Omo Chali Champagne. It's really good. Now she's a Yoruba, I'm trying to see what to categorize her. I don't know if she'd be like R&B-ish, but she still keeps that authentic Yoruba tune, like that Yoruba she sound. She's giving me Yoruba soul. She, you said she don't? I said she gives me like Yoruba soul. Yeah, Yoruba soul. soul, yes. But she, ugh, her voice is just so soft and sweet. I like it. And she collabs with um, Faz, the bad, bad guy. He's a he's a really good artist too. Like he could rap. Like when you hear him rap in Yoruba, it's it's on it. So you guys check that out. Check out some Nigerian artists. Her name is Simi S I M I. Ari Lennox dropped her album. So I asked Twitter. I was like, y'all, am I sleeping on Ari Lennox? And everybody was like, yeah, you're asleep. So I had to go listen to her new album, Shea Butter Baby, and I loved it. I listened to it like three times in a row, literally. Oh yeah. I loved it. It gave me like. India Ari meets um, Erica Badu meets Jill Scott. It's mm-hmm. just, it's really good. It's, I like it. I listen to a little bit, but I know it's, like, it's not something I could listen to at work. Oh, really? Yeah. Because it kept, I think I was a little bit like, I need, well, maybe for my job, I need something more upbeat. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's, it's definitely smooth. It's, it's, yeah, it's something it's smooth. smooth that you listen while you clean the house kind of thing, you know, like on a good Sunday, good vibes, you know. Um, but yeah, she has a nice voice. And she had like a, some, a song with um, J. Cole, right? Yeah, on, yeah, yeah. She's on his, uh, on on his, his label. Okay, awesome. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it was, it was great. I loved it. Uh, Sierra came out with Beauty Marks. I listened to that. It was very kids boppy, but it was like cute. You know what I mean? I think like, she's at the stage of her life, like right now, like that's what she wanted to do. You know, she's done the whole. I still think she's gonna come up with another set. I just song feel like, do, did we know Sierra, or is it like she? I feel like she, I feel like she just probably changed. You know, like no, no, I'm not even talking about even in interviews and stuff. I'm like, is this the Sierra? Is this Sierra that we've always known? Or we just never knew her. Because even like I was watching a clip just recently of her on the View, and she was just like, yeah, it's just like I'm like Sierra. Why are you so? Like I don't want to call it like what soft or what? No, it's, it is very soft. She's always kind of been soft spoken, but it's just kind of like 
it's all the country is gone almost. It's like mm-hmm. she's that other Georgia type of girl. You know, it's two type of Georgia uh-huh, girls. Sometimes uh-huh. it's like you know the Monica, Tiny, and them Georgia yeah. girl. Then it's like the yeah, I come from an affluent family. Mm-hmm. Like very debutantish, very like cotillion sounding. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I just I try to think. Do I even really know? As you said, that's a good question. Do we really even know? I was her? Like, do we know? Her? I can't really pick, remember Maybe any we just, old interviews. Just knew the people that she dated, and we. Just I think that's, that's what it was. Yeah, I think that's like, what it was. Yeah, because I was just like, and I feel like um, her dating this guy. I mean, whoever you date, you know, plays a role in how yeah. you act too. You know what I mean? So this whole new life of hers, hers being a wife to him, I was like, Girl, you know, she's on her little. Now angelic that she flow. does interview, I'm like, what? What was you doing with Future? Y'all should never. Exactly. Even... I feel like we low key even knew. Did we know that? Nah. Even when we saw them together, it was just kind of like, eh, okay, we could see maybe it would work out, but maybe not. But well, I'm glad she's not with him because. That was definitely not her at all. Yeah, it's just crazy. It, it just is crazy. Like, I don't know. Okay. So, um, but I'm definitely going to listen to it. It's called Beauty Marks. Um, I think she also wanted something that her kids could listen to, too. You know, like a song she could play at home without, you know, worrying about it being vulgar or too sexual for the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Queen Key. When did she drop an album? Uh, I think it was Friday. Mm-hmm. So that's a Chicago it. rapper. Yeah, I listen to Queen Key. She definitely album. got that Chicago flow, that beat and everything. Yeah, it's, it's so it's Chicago. Cute. She's so cute. Queen Key, it was decent. I listened to like half of it. And like, then I, had to turn I, it I definitely like this. So like, listen on night. We know night. We're trying to go out and we yeah, want to be like super turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To like have that energy. Like, it, yeah, it definitely <laughs> give you that like you know that city girl Meg Thee Stallion vibe where it's like I'm cute, I'm beautiful, I'm sexy. Feel me, I'm a boss. Woo woo woo. And of course, we know Meg and Thee Stallion. She's dropping a mixtape or a project. As she likes to call it on May 17. Yes, we I'm looking. I think what's it called? Fever? Yes, thirsty. Yes, I'm waiting. I'm so and she has a song. I can't wait to hear a song with um Juicy J. I'm yeah. actually looking forward to that song. I can't wait. I, I could listen to her every day. Like I love her. Like she's my little Oh, Cash Doll and um Easy. Oh, and, and Izzy Azalea. Uh-huh. They're having a song coming out too. So I'm interested to see how that would sound like, you know, what, how that's going to be. I think it'd be decent, actually. I don't hate Iggy Azalea as a rapper sometimes. Sometimes her. Hot beat. Her look, you know her song, Sat Little Sally Walker? Oh, no, I've never heard that. Oh, it just came out like in March, too. It's a decent song, you know. Her songs be okay, yeah. you know. It'd be, it'd I think going to give it a little spice. Of course, of course, per usual. All right, all right, y'all. So <sighs> hit him with the quote. I don't really have... Girl, I try to search for... So maybe I'm thinking too deep about this African versus African-American thing. I could not find no, like... No quote. I did, I do have a quote, you know, but it just took me a minute. Let me look it up. Uh, where is it? Okay. Um, I think it's by Muhammad Ali. So, we are not Americans. We are Africans who happen to be in America. We were kidnapped and brought here against our will from Africa. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. That rock, that rock landed on us. Um, mm. You know, so just basically like, we're one. I didn't think we're all Africans, okay? Like, we are. We're one. one. Black power. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. Thank you. Thanks for rocking with us. Bye-bye.